You're listening to the Blueprint Leadership Podcast, empowering leaders forward. Welcome back for another episode of the Blueprint Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how the simple truths of the Word of God can grow your leadership and better your everyday walking around lives. Now, if you're just joining us and haven't been part of the podcast before, go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast. Share it with your friends. We don't want you to miss a single episode. Now, this week, we're continuing our discussion on hearing from God for the call in on our lives. And one of the biggest questions is always, how do we know for sure the thing we want to do is what God wants us to do? Now, a very special guest today is Lieutenant Colonel Clementine Duke, who just retired from the Air Force after 20 years of service. Now, in her amazing story, she talks about how she knew that there were some great things she was called to do, but she was only able to do them because she knew it was God. Let's get into this story. thinking about it right from God's perspective looking down on us right yeah you know and it's oftentimes we have to put ourselves in that parent to child that's right parent to child yep right just think of how inspired you are how encouraged you are and how just just how much you love when you're speaking to your child mm -hmm. and although they may not be getting what you're saying right mm -hmm. you know they're still listening and trying to do what you say mm -hmm. like you yeah it so I tell you all the time, don't don't think it's awkward, right? Mm -hmm. Don't it's okay. Like if you feel as though I may be getting it wrong, you gotta see this from God's perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're trying to get it right. You're, yeah. you're trying you're to hear me. Mm -hmm. Like that's where his grace and his mercy where he's like, I know you might not be getting it right, but don't you keep making sure mm -hmm. that you're drawing near to me. The same way if a father to a right. to a to a mm -hmm. parent or to a child or a mother to a daughter or, or to their child, you know, it's like when, when I know active, Amber is actively listening, even though she might not be actively responding to exactly what I'm saying, mm -hmm. there's a part of me that's feel very pleased. Right. And that's the way we have to understand about God. Like, even though we may not be getting it right, mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of him that is very pleased that we are still showing our attention towards him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's like sometimes we lose sight of that. Yeah. And he's like, he's excited. What, what he doesn't want is the... I'm not moving. I'm not moving because I'm not sure, or I'm not moving because I might be wrong. That's where he's yeah. like, "Come on, like even if you are wrong, I'm, we're still doing this, right? Just, right. just right. keep doing right. this, and even if you are wrong, just keep going. It's gonna be right, right, right. Um, and then, so that, that's why you emphasize yeah. that, and you even said, "I, I have I moved on a lot of, <laughs> I have moved on a lot of. I think it was God, right, right. Yeah. Moved being the right. key, the key point. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you have to. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I have. yeah. Yes, I have." And some of it wasn't, but he still had grace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay, let's switch course. Yeah. yeah. Go another direction. Yeah. And I had to get used to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, right there. Get used to that. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're going to reemphasize that point right there because <laughs> think it not strange, one of your favorite lines. Yeah. You had to get used to that. And you have a yeah. whole career exemplifying what it means to yeah. get used to that and keep moving with God. So yes, we're glad to have you here. Yes. 
We're glad to have you here on the Blueprint Leadership Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. And man, what a week it's been. And so we're so excited about who we have here today. We always have our, past, our senior pastor, Pastor Brian Poe here with us. Pastor Lamar Mills is always here with us to kick it around. But today, our special guest, Lieutenant Colonel Clementine Duke, retired. Retired. Mm-hmm. Retired. I like saying retired. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm still getting used to it, I like saying retired. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we can see that. We can see you light up when you say retired. So, but what a career. I mean, what a what a place you're in. And, and that's, that's what we're excited about today. And we're going to continue to discuss how we take the word and grow our leadership and just improve our everyday walking around lives mm-hmm. with real people actually walking that out. And your career, um, man, just just so much to talk about there. So, you know, from, from Pastor's point, you know, there were two messages back to back. Well, I think it was God mm-hmm. and how we need to get to, I know it was God. Mm-hmm. So during the course of that career that you've had with deployments and everything else, I'm sure there's some situations where, yeah, you thought it was God, mm-hmm. but to Pastor Lamar's point, you couldn't just stand still. You had to make right. some moves on, I think it's God. Um, I shared with the pastor before, um, when I went into my career, my prayer was, God, please let people see you in me. And the most times that that, that happened was when I was a flight nurse mm. on the plane. And so when I heard from God where I thought it was God, the way that people saw me, I knew it was God. Because wow. I had so many people ask me, mm-hmm. can you please pray with me? Mm-hmm. And these were the injured soldiers. Yeah. Wow. And I remember having one soldier, uh, it was an alert mission, and that's an emergency mission. Mm-hmm. And so I had that one soldier, it was a Marine, and we had him on the plane, and we were um, getting him out of Afghanistan and taking him back um, to the States, and he had a gunshot mm-hmm. in his neck, mm-hmm. and he was still talking. And when that soldier asked me or that Marine asked me, can you pray with me? Mm -hmm. I said, I know it's God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I prayed with him for a long time. And his greatest thing was, I want to get back. I want to get this bullet out and I want to go back and Mm -hmm. help my fellow Marines. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I I still love that because I know in so many other things you were on on your uniform, you do not have a little fish over here that we have on the back of our cars that say I'm a Christian, right? You didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So to the point that you reiterated in so many of your messages, <clears throat> when we're walking in our calling, it's not so much about who we are, but who he is. Mm-hmm. That's great. And that's what was being displayed there, yeah. who God was, and it was yeah. evident. Yeah. So I know you've talked about that so much, and how do you see that in what she just said? Yeah, it, that was so awesome because what you just talked about is um, finding confirmation through walking in it. And I think that that's the moment that keeps a lot of people in the I wonder mode is because they haven't moved yet. That's good. Not knowing that you don't see confirmation until you're in it. You know, you won't see confirmation until you get to that moment. And you've had a lot of different days and this didn't happen on every day. But then you have this one moment 
um, in the midst of all the days that defines that I know this was God yeah. and he wanted me here. Mm -hmm. And it's so important, right? Because we all do. We want to be in that I know it was God. Right. You know, um, it's not that you can't move on a I think it was God, mm -hmm. but man, it's so encouraging, so uplifting, the endurance you get, yeah. the tenacity right. you get. Um, when you go, when you know it was God, mm -hmm. you know, you become, and like I say, you become willing to walk into that fiery furnace, right? right. You become willing to, to slay the giant when you know it was God. And um, I know that God loves to, right, confirm it as we're doing it. Yeah. Yes. You know. Um, and that's some, that, those are moments we talk about marking your moment, mm -hmm. making a moment. Like that's a moment yeah. that I think we have to do a better job of. You know, you don't let that slip. You mark the moment that yeah. I got confirmation mm -hmm. that I moved and, and God was with me and I marked that moment because I could imagine in, in your years of service, how often would you reflect, you did it just now, how often would you reflect in your career on moments like that that confirm, yeah, I'm where I'm supposed to be? Pretty often, um, I start reflecting from the beginning. I'll give you another mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning of my career, I worked on a pediatric med surgeon oncology floor, and we did oncology on peds and adults. Okay. And we had a 19-year-old that had testic testicular cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day he was having a difficult time. I was mm -hmm. in there hanging platelets and mm -hmm. blood. And mm -hmm. The day before, I was hanging chemo. Mm -hmm. And as we know, chemo kills everything, mm -hmm. the good mm -hmm. stuff and the bad stuff. So mm -hmm. I was in there the next day replenishing it all. Mm -hmm. And he had a difficult time understanding if he asked me, if there is a God, why did he allow this to happen to me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really had to take a moment mm -hmm. and step out of the room mm -hmm. and pray. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just told him, I just need mm -hmm. a minute. Mm -hmm. And then I went back in the room with him because I just had to ask God. I, I, I don't know mm -hmm. how to answer that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. God said, go back in and I'll give you the words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I went back in and I asked him, do you mind if I pray with you? And he said, please, because I'm lost. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Wow. And I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and after that, he cried mm -hmm. and I held him mm -hmm. and he said he understood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's those moments. Mm -hmm. wow. Again, I would pray, God, please let the people that I care for see you in me. That was mm -hmm. my greatest prayer mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. the beginning of my career and now today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just always want that to happen. So when people allowed me to share God with them, I knew those were the times that I was hearing from him. And yeah. I, I know people say, well, I don't know what my purpose is in life. I knew mm -hmm. my purpose was to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Mm -hmm. But I knew how he was going to use me, and he continues to use me. Yeah. And as I say that prayer all the time, God has used me so much during my career. Mm -hmm. so I can give you countless, countless examples yeah. that he's yeah. used me and he continued to use me up until when I left. What mm -hmm. prior to the to the moments that confirmed it while you while you're working, what what made you so confident that nursing was a path that you were to take? Um just the way that I like taking care of people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he confirmed that's the better because I mm -hmm. it, it just came natural to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And what better way to mm -hmm. do that in nursing? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times when I did nursing, I had two jobs because I had fun doing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I just mm -hmm. made extra money yeah. doing mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It just really came natural to me. Yeah. And I, I, I enjoy taking care of my patients. Mm -hmm. um, 
I enjoy taking care of their families because you're never mm -hmm. taking care of one person. You're taking care of the family as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it takes mm -hmm. a skill to do that, but it came natural to me. Yeah. yeah. And where for some nurses, it was hard. It wasn't hard for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know we, we've talked so much about um, calling, and Pastor did a great job of yes. differentiating between purpose and calling. <clears throat> but um, I know uh, from, from your story, uh, you actually decided to go into the military at a time, let's say, a later time than, yes. than what's normal. Yes. Um, based on that calling, based on what you knew was in you to, to, to help people, did that play a part in your decision to go into the military at that point in your life? Yes, it did, because I always wanted to do it. But at the time that I wanted to do it right out of high school, God said, it's not, it's not time. Mm -hmm. It's not time. So um, when the time that it was, it was after a divorce. Okay. And I said, I wanted to do something for me. Mm -hmm. And I had just graduated nursing school, passed my boards, and God said, it's time. So before you leave that point, that desire was there mm -hmm. early on. In high school. You just heard God say it wasn't time. Mm -hmm. And then when the time came, it's still down that same path. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Mm -hmm. It was just you had to be obedient to God's timing. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I love that because, you know, so many times we want to predetermine, like as you taught, we want to see the calling through our right. filter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What it is, the timing of it, right. how long it should take, mm -hmm. all those kind of things. Yeah. How long and was you it? wind up. It was. Between high school and. You, you go on that route? Probably about, probably almost 20 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got some, some, yeah. some, uh, some, what is that called? Some I'll wait, some patience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's but I, exactly. I, I think about how he would best use me though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I would have went in right out of high school, I would have went in and enlisted. Mm. That's a total different path than right. coming in as an officer. Mm -hmm. I, I came in as a nurse. Mm -hmm. Remember my purpose. Mm -hmm. I came in as a nurse. Mm -hmm. I already came in with my okay. degree. Yeah. Right. He was able to use me the way mm -hmm. that he wanted to use right. me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. And, but um, only because of that patience and that discipline. And um, uh, Deacon Wood just brought up a really, really awesome point. And, you know, we, we kind of, like I said, we kind of went down the path. We didn't. It's not the primary focus. We didn't spend a lot of time talking about purpose and call. Mm -hmm. And um, but if I were to say it kind of like um, just in an elementary way, you can discover your purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But a calling is what you respond to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you you can you can discover through life events, life journeys. You can you can all types of stuff and discover who you are and all type of stuff. But when God calls on you, it's based upon what he knows is inside of you. Right. Yes. That's good. Right. And that's where that time mm -hmm. piece comes into play, mm -hmm. where it's like, no, he's, he's calling on you mm -hmm. because he needs you. Uh -huh. And now you may not know how to do anything he just said, right. <laughs> right. but he's right. not calling based upon what you've discovered about yourself. Mm -hmm. He's calling based upon <clears throat> what he's made you to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's where it's like you're gonna have to trust and just respond. Yeah. Calling you, you calling is response based. You mm -hmm. know, um, purpose is you. You, man, and, and you know, and I just want it for people to have like a a, a solid, mm -hmm. you know, a solid foundation so they yeah. can make dividing lines and mm -hmm. you know and say because also the primary goal of the message was to say like 
when you do hear God call you, there is some urgency. Mm -hmm. um, he's not asking you to take that same path, right? right? You know, if you know, sometimes like when you have your purpose and you might, the, the right. <laughs> my goodness, you can't say God called me to be a nurse and then don't go to train to be a nurse, right? right? Mm -hmm. but, but, <laughs> but, but you explained while you were a nurse that you mm -hmm. could have moments where you knew God was calling you yeah. to be the nurse that, he called you to be mm -hmm. where you're praying for people like you could hear the call mm -hmm. within the purpose yes, and oftentimes you know um you know and that's the goal right you're just knowing in this season that god is needing us and you're just going, god is needing us now more than ever yes. and so he's calling on us yes and if we don't understand he's not calling based upon how you may have even been developing the path of your life right. in the last 20 years. He's not ignoring that. We used, we used the, I used the example of the table, just to, like a dinner table, just to make it as, as soft. He's not ignoring that you did all these things and he understands you brought it to the, the dinner, yeah. and, and, but he's gonna put on the table what's necessary right now. And mm -hmm. you know, um, that's, good. that's so awesome as I just hear you explain just the balance in between Man, I knew this for 20 years. I knew this there was purpose for me to do this. Mm -hmm. But then I can hear you say there was moments where I knew I was called. Yeah. God was calling on me yeah. to be the believer doing this. Right. You know, I'm 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 praying. Um I'm, I'm I'm believing in healing for people. Like I'm I'm seeing the Jesus in me be extended through what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And even more so with with such man, with so many aspects to your career. I mean, the importance of that, you know, moving from I think is God to I know it's God and, and how that affects your responding to the call. You know, you were sent. I mean, I don't know if you expected to be <laughs> deployed when you went in. I believe you talked. No, you kind of they you said, had they a said medical don't get of, deployed. Yeah. You oh, wow. That's you what they told you yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And medical don't really get deployed. Y'all mm -hmm. good. Y'all stay back. Mm. They, they didn't tell the people who cut my orders. Right, wow. right. So I can imagine, you know, again, as obedient as you're being at the time, mm -hmm. even when that kind of stuff started to happen, you were probably like, wait a minute. Um, I think <laughs> I know it was God, but That's now good. this is happening. How does this fit in? Well, I told you, um, becoming, being deployed is what the Air Force really hired me to do. Mm -hmm. That's as close to being mm -hmm. a military nurse mm -hmm. as I will ever get. Mm -hmm. And becoming a flight nurse mm -hmm. That's like up here. Hey, talk a little bit about what, what that is, being a flight nurse. Uh, being a flight nurse is taking care of uh, the injured soldiers, Marines, uh, airmen, and sailors on a fixed-wing aircraft. On an aircraft? On an aircraft. Mm -hmm. So we fix it up like a mini hospital mm -hmm. in the inside, and we take care of them, and we get them from point A to but they have to be stable. Mm -hmm. For the ones that are not stable, we have a critical care transport team, mm -hmm. which is a critical care doc, a critical care nurse, and a respiratory tech, and they mm -hmm. take care of those patients. Mm -hmm. And so we take care of like the ones that need medication, can get on a litter, but the ones that are really on IV drips and ventilators, we have a, um, a critical care team mm -hmm. that takes care of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just imagining wow. at, at, at any point, let's say, um, just for the sake of argument, right? Let's say you had, I don't know, a family member in the military or whatever, and back when you first came out of high school, you had some strings pulled to get you just to that point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what kind of flight nurse would you have been? 
mm. 20 years prior to mm-hmm. God's preparation Sporadic. to you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, right? Yeah. Yes. Sporadic and critical Sporadic. situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. But, mm-hmm. but being like when I first got deployed um, to Afghanistan and I talked about my team, mm-hmm. it was three black females and we were a dynamic team, mm-hmm. but I was the officer on the team. Yes. So I made the decisions for the team, for mm-hmm. the patients. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine me being a young kid doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I really feel like God called me at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Perfect it, transition to this. Again, this conversation is, you know, we're speaking to our leaders and we're encouraging our leaders. Um, but just the, to be able to do the job mm-hmm. is, is, you know, striving it enough. But again, being a leader. And you talked about those decisions and the, the critical nature of those decisions. But again, as you mentioned in that one example, I'm sure there's still times where you're like, don't know exactly what needs to happen right here. And how you moved still, yes. you moved, how you pulled from where you pulled from to right. actually be able to keep moving and, and to perform the way you perform as the leader. You know, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Um. I really pull from God. Mm-hmm. And um, one s- uh, situation that sticks out um, is when we were being shot at in the air. Mm-hmm. I had to mm-hmm. pull mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. They were trying to shoot the plane down. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and taking care of my girls because I'm on the headset with the pilot. Mm-hmm. And he's telling us, telling, because i on the headset the whole time, mm-hmm. the trip with the front end. And he's telling me to, you know, tell them to get strapped in. We have to do maneuvers and uh, different things. So um, just pulling my strength from God and telling them what to do. And then landing and having to get the patients on the plane as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. And so to get six patients on the plane in six minutes and we're gone, mm-hmm. that takes some coordination and that takes some... So yeah. uh, there's yeah. a huge assumption that can be made yes, sir. that I, that I just I just went through yes, sir. right that I I would love for you to talk about mm-hmm. this right I think there's a mentality you just revealed right you were on your way there getting shot at mm-hmm. in the plane yes sir to to pick up patients they were trying to deviate but you them. guys didn't turn around <laughs> we actually flew in the air for 45 minutes that's how much fuel we had before mm-hmm. we had to turn around and, tur- and turn back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the pilot was talking to the tower, if we have 45 minutes of fuel before we have to turn around and turn back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, but the mission kept mm-hmm. going. The mm-hmm. mission kept going. Mm-hmm. Into mission, the fire. My, into, our, into the fire. Our mission right. was to pick up those injured patients yeah. mm-hmm. and get them back. Wow. That was yeah. the mission. Yeah. Wow. And I, the reason why it just resonates so strongly with me is um, one of the points we talked about with um, responding to the call. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons why people first hit it, I think, mm-hmm. is because what happens too soon in their mind. Correct. Right? You know, um, and oftentimes because something happens soon, we equate that to this is not God mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost like, you know, I don't know if you said this, but I can see people who are moving on and I think saying, mm-hmm. God, if you ever get me out of this, I'm out of here. Right. You know, right. and... To even add to that, um, we had three crews down there flying. Well, the other two crews were stuck in Germany. Mm-hmm. So my crew, me and my two girls, we mm-hmm. were the only ones there. So we had to get up the next day mm-hmm. and get back in the air to go mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. 
And, yeah. But there wasn't a thought in your mind that y'all are never going to get me on another one of these planes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not doing this again. Whatever my penalty is, yeah. I accept it fully. Yeah. And this is it for me because mm-hmm. I expected when I was doing what God was calling me to do right. to not look like this right. is what I'm getting to. It's just I see a tenacity in you where you just like, I know this is God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. know on the outside this seems like... Right. Whoa! Mm-hmm. This shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. if this was God. And you're right. like, no, this is exactly what the assignment is. Mm-hmm. It's to go. It's to capture. It's to redeem. You know, all of yeah, this is so good to me, right? Just as <laughs> no, a pastor, because yeah, those I was yeah. talking to you before, right? In my mind, I'm like, it's battlefield Earth. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is battlefield Earth. Hey, yes, hey. yes. Yeah, I want you know, <laughs> people to make sure that they make that connection, right? Yeah. Because. You know, I can I can say that you know I'm, I'm hearing from God and He gives me this leadership position in, in this in this great company that I've been praying for. You know, and then I go into this company and I'm the supervisor and 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 everything is wonderful and all the people love me. But no, I I go into the first day and <laughs> you know I don't have an office. There's nowhere there. You know, people don't even want to work there. And you know, I mean, you know, they tell me my pay and what they said it was going to be, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. You know, this is not God. So again, yes. to assume, yeah. mm-hmm. imagine you say, "Hey, I'm a flight nurse. I I go help people. I go save people. Here I come to save the day." Right. Uh, no, they're shooting at you <laughs> before you even get there. Mm-hmm. And and you know, to your point, this is not this is not change the fact that this is your calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like I know it maybe it didn't look like what you yeah. thought it was going to look like, but. Uh, no, this is how, makes, this is how makes, God makes does. you just sit here and just let's just have a Selah moment. Right. What what are you calling adversity in your calling you right now? Like there what you are go. you labeling as adversity in your calling? Just take uh-huh. a moment, think about uh-huh. it. Is it really adverse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. That is adversity in your yeah. calling. Yeah, yeah, we had we had a, yeah. we had a question a, a couple weeks ago because we were talking about you know people working in companies, right? Yes. And one of the questions was. You know, well, what happens when, when, you know, you hear from God and you get that dream job and then the dream job turns into a nightmare? Again, I don't know what you classify as nightmare, but <laughs> perspective, perspective. But that's right? what happens when it's, I know it was God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, the reason why, right, why is it a nightmare? You know, before we get going down the scenario itself, mm-hmm. You wouldn't even see it as a nightmare if you were moving on a I know and not an I think. Correct. And that's the point of the message, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you wouldn't have even called it a nightmare Mm -hmm. if you were living in an I know. Right. Yes. The only reason it's a nightmare is because you're living in an I think. Mm -hmm. And just because you think it's an I think doesn't mean it's not God. Right. But yeah. that's the difference mm-hmm. in between I think and I know. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's it's what happens when something happens. Correct. Right. Correct. And I know that's why God just wanted us to get some uh, firm footing mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a call and what a call is, mm-hmm. so that when we have those, well, mm-hmm. when we have adversity, yeah. something, some. Right. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, have those, not quite those moments. <laughs> not, not, right? not those moments. <laughs> Not those moments. No. 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 Yes, sir. But when we have moments, you go where I'm going, nigga. You, well, you finish it up. You finish it up. Right? When we have moments, unpleasant ones. Unpleasant. That's exactly Not nowhere near comparable. Right. Right. Um, 
you're not starting to question everything mm-hmm. that God is doing. Right, right. And and even to to continue the call, right? Yeah. Because again, the more of those moments we have, that's where that confidence comes from. That's where the next time a moment pops up, you, yeah. you're not running thinking you missed the boat again. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also know that you first were told that you would not deploy mm-hmm. and that you all, you deployed multiple times. Mm-hmm. So can you, can you flash back and reflect on, you know, even from the first moments of your career where things didn't look like you thought they were and how you, how God built you on that to, as you went along in your career to just be able to keep moving, keep pushing forward. I had to understand the real reason that he allowed me to do this career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause he allowed this mm-hmm. early on. I wanted to do it. Not now. Mm-hmm. Now is the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so I had to continue to trust in him. If he allowed me to do this, then everything that came with it, because my plan was, remember, he and I had a deal 20 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you, I don't think I, we mentioned right. that. I don't think mm-hmm. we mentioned I give, that. I'll give you 20 years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my goal was to do 20 years, and I'm gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, somewhere along the way, I lost my way mm-hmm. and started saying, oh, I'm going to do 24, I'm going to do 26. Yeah. Uh-uh. With my last assignment, God was like, uh-uh, 20. We talked about 20 in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I knew he allowed me to do this, and yeah. our, our, our plan mm-hmm. was 20 years. Wow. So no matter what, I'm doing 20 years. Yeah. yeah. This came with it. Well, okay, so b- before you leave there, though, because I, I think when we talk about I know it's God <laughs> and sticking to it, when obstacles come your way, you just got a promotion not long ago. Mm-hmm. That was two years? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Which would be very enticing for you to continue yeah, your career path, everybody right? Everybody was saying, oh, you, you stay. You're going to make full bird kernel. You're, you're destined to make full bird kernel. Which is another what, maybe? Just Which assuming. Is a, it's another rank. Okay, but like time-wise. Um, if I would make that rank, um, I would owe them three more years. Okay, you will owe three more years just for getting that rank. Okay, just for so getting then, that rank, but I still in. wasn't eligible for another three years. Mm-hmm. Right, so then we're in 26 so years, years yes. 27 years, years. we're, we're up there. Years, so, right, right. But, um, and, and, and I raised that point because, again, we're not saying people have to be shooting at you for not to look like what God said, but right. mm-hmm. you made the commitment. Mm-hmm. But then things start to change, mm-hmm. you know, and you often say, you know, sometimes it, it's a up, right? you know, that is, that is kind of like, right. oh, that must be God. Yeah. <laughs> I got a promotion, yeah. so that must be God. I know I said 20 years, but, you know, he gave me that promotion, so it must be 26 now, yeah. right? But no, that's, that's not what God confirmed with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I could have stayed at this rank for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have made the next rank, I could have stayed at this rank for 10 years. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. right. You know, what I want to know is, what, what did you know, what was your experience um, with God prior to these things happening? So even graduating from high school, what, what experience did you have with God that gave you the... I was always raised in a church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my mom made sure I went to church, and mm-hmm. I remember the bus coming and picking me up on Sunday, mm-hmm. going to the church. I remember being baptized in the church. I remember singing in a choir in the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you're not going to get me back in the choir. Uh, <laughs> you know what? So I just remember being raised in the church and okay. I just had that connection. Mm -hmm. On into adulthood is when it started becoming real for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it switched from my mom made me go mm -hmm. to I wanted yeah. to go. This right. is during that 20 years. Yes. The reason I'm asking this is because I believe that we cast over our experiences what we know about God. Yes. And a person who goes into adversity thinking that God is a tiptoe tip through the tulip God <laughs> will turn like back at enemy fire. Mm -hmm. But a person mm -hmm. who goes in knowing that God is a, I will protect you, I send my servants through the fiery furnace, slaying giants, closing the mouth of lion God, then we look adversity in the face and like, and we're like, my God will take care of me. Mm -hmm. Into adulthood, I met adversity and every time God was there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Within that 20 years, mm -hmm. every time God was there. Mm -hmm. I lose a job, I ask God for one job, he gave me two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, never, I never missed a beat. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I know, mm -hmm. I knew mm -hmm. by, the, by that time, mm -hmm. I already knew God. That's good. Mm -hmm. And one of, the, one of the things that I know came out in our, in our family conference is we were talking about um, networks, I think as Pastor Benjamin referred to it as networks mm -hmm. or community or support systems. And I don't believe your support system was traditional, although coming up through your career, you've pointed out people who were just invaluable yes. to, your, to, your, to your career. Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because when, when you... I mean, I can imagine you you have a picture in your mind. Just if nobody was sitting here and I said, Lieutenant Colonel Duke is going to be our guest. You know, there's a picture. There's a stereotypical picture, unfortunately, of how we see things. Yes, sir. And you probably don't fit that picture. No, I don't. So from that non-traditional, let's say, you know, growth pattern and, and who were those, who was that support for you through this illustrious the career? The support uh, from the beginning was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Really? Was my best friend, Yvonne. Mm -hmm. She's been there for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. So she was there at the beginning, and like I said, she was there at the end. Wow. She's always pushed me. Um, so this is get, well before you actually enlisted. Mm -hmm. okay. She pushed me, it's time to go to college. It's time to stop messing around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, I did it. Uh, she pushed me and my officiator. My officiator told me, and I meant to say this in my speech, um, she was my boss mm -hmm. at the time, and uh, she's been a big uh, support system, too. Um, you're not doing anything. It's been 10 years since you're out of school. I need you to register for school. Okay. Pick a subject. Right. Mm -hmm. Get it mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if I'm going to tell you yes, I'm going to do it, I'm going to mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Well, that Monday rolled around. I had looked at the school, yeah. but that Monday rolled around. I was like, oh, Lord, I got I to gotta have a class before I go upstairs. Because we're going to have a meeting. And she's going to ask me to have a class. Mm -hmm. I sat downstairs, mm -hmm. enrolled for not one class, but two classes. That's how I started my <laughs> master's. Mm -hmm. Two classes. When yeah. we went upstairs and we had our meeting, she said, you enroll for class? I said, yes, ma'am. Here are the two classes. Mm -hmm. Well, I was not going into her office and uh -huh. tell her, well, yeah. right. because class started. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I well, no. Mm -hmm. I told her I was going to enroll for class, and I did it in my master's. Oh, that's good. And like, let me see, I started in January. Mm -hmm. I was done like in 17 months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because I took, I doubled up when I was deployed again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
That's good. That is really awesome. That and makes it, me think about how, um, you, know, um, you know, sometimes we get in that mode where we're seeking for God, like mm -hmm. seeking God's voice, and we ignore all of the things all, that he's saying, all of yeah, the people. Right. All of the people right. that he, because she pushed me, like I remember right. there was two um, um, courses that I wanted to go to, professional mm -hmm. military courses, and they were back to back, the mm -hmm. same the same boss, and they were back to back, and I was like, well, ma'am, I can't be gone that long. I said, we're shorthanded. She said, we're always going to be shorthanded. Mm -hmm. You go. Mm -hmm. I just said wow. Eli. That's like you, yeah. your your um your Eli, and well, she's Eli. She's you're Eli. Samuel. Uh -huh. yes. mm -hmm. you she said, yeah. said we're always going to be shorthanded. Mm -hmm. And I and I love what we're um you know as we move toward um. I was going to use the pun. You move toward landing the plane. Mm. <laughs> mm. But uh, you taught on um, not lessening the value of a thing, right? And so, and seeing the value that God sees. And I just remember um, when I was thinking about your career, and I was thinking of how they're probably, well, I was thinking, I started from where we are now, right? And just what it takes to be somebody of your position and, and just the confidence and that you had to walk in and all those things. But I can imagine that wasn't always how you saw yourself mm. in that you had to come from a place where someone and somebody and, and some kind of support made you see yourself as Lieutenant Colonel. Can you speak to that, that transition of, of how did you get to see yourself as, as who you are now? As we all know what's going on racially, mm -hmm. I don't care what people think, it's in the military. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Please don't fool yourself and think that it's not. Mm -hmm. So there's as people there. It, it, there's people there. <laughs> there people. I, right. I always, always right. tell people, people are raised and then they put on a mm -hmm. uniform. Mm -hmm. How they mm -hmm. were raised right. got into that uniform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't ever forget that. Correct. So... As I went up in rank, when you're a lieutenant and you know a captain, you don't really see mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. But as you go up in rank, so when I made major, I started seeing it. But when I made lieutenant colonel, mm -hmm. so I had to really put on the suit of armor mm -hmm. of me and God mm -hmm. and really step into that I'm lieutenant colonel Duke, yeah. and that's how you will address me. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. See, this is, this is the thing. I think that what happens in, in our lives is mm -hmm. that... God doesn't show us us. God shows us him. Mm -hmm. And the confidence we get throughout our walk is mm -hmm. because I've seen God yes. with me. Yes. Yeah. And I felt that that time, those two years, I felt more confident in my career. Mm -hmm. I spoke differently in meetings. I I presented myself differently. Mm -hmm. I I was <laughs> I, I it was it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. But I had to I felt like I had to be there. Yeah. I had to I had to do that. Mm -hmm. But I had the best coat of armor. Mm. Mm -hmm. I had yeah. so much protection. Yeah. That I yeah. felt it like nothing is gonna happen to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm. And someone that. tried to take me out and she got taken out. So mm -hmm. nothing is gonna happen to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. That's good. Yeah. And so I mean, that that's the best example I can give you. As I just went up in rank, I was like, it's this mm -hmm. organization I've been in all this time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that was another, I think, taking the blinders off yeah. that God showed me it's time. Mm -hmm. 
and he knows that I'm a hard-headed person. So mm -hmm. he said, okay, well, mm -hmm. I'm going to show you. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. And whoa, didn't he show me. That's mm -hmm. I was like, yes, Lord. Yeah. And I, I love how, how God will do that, right? Um, mm -hmm. I remember um, we were talking about the, the, um, uh, the man at the pool, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And he said, he was sitting there and Jesus was like, you know, hey, don't you want to be healed? He's like, there's nobody here to put me in the pool. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I think Pastor Deborah pointed out that he, he had a perspective yeah. of what things look like. Mm -hmm. It had to be that way. Somebody has to put, put me, me in, in the pool yeah. for me to get there. <laughs> and God opened your eyes. It's like, he, no. opened, he opened my eyes. He mm -hmm. said, okay, I'm going a, I'm to a fix it to where I'm going to let you make the decision. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to let mm -hmm. you think you made the decision. Oh. <laughs> And that, so now as, as leader, you know, and, and I know that, yes, retired, but you have brought so many people along. You, you mentored so many people and so many people look up to you. But to help, you know, help us all continue to see how to walk in that calling. I mean, you now have next steps. I mean, I think, Pastor, you, you just posted, right? You said if, if you weren't part of God's next, he wouldn't have you in his now. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> there's there's some next there's some next for you right now. Um, you know, Lieutenant Colonel retired. My next is God said I have to take off for a year. Take off for a year. I cannot work. Oh wait 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 wait. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> COVID time. Do nothing for a year. He said take off for a year. Don't work anywhere. See, I'm still breathing. Oh wow. Yes. Uh -huh. That was a challenge because mm -hmm. I've been working since I was 16. Mm -hmm. So not only did I have to retire mm -hmm. now, I can't work for a year. Wow. And I was like, what? Now, do you think that's God or you know that's God? Oh, I know that's God. Because <laughs> he, made, he made it very plain uh -huh. and clear. But yeah. uh, I, I told Pastor Brian, I look back mm -hmm. at how he started preparing me two years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no, three years ago now, 2018, mm. how he started preparing me for yeah. this moment. Mm. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't come up with the excuse. Well, well God, you know, I I, I got to work because I got. Mm. Well, no, I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, God, I got to work because I got to pay. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Isn't that good? That's awesome. <laughs> that's all good. But it took some getting used to. Right. And it's still taking some getting used to, but. Um, it's, there is no but. I'm obedient. Mm -hmm. I listen to his word, and I know it's him. Mm -hmm. It's nobody else but him. Yeah. And I'm going to be okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Amen. I think you're going to be better than okay. Mm. <laughs> so people say, be great. people say, what's next? When he tells me, I'll let you know. Mm -hmm. But I know for the next year, mm -hmm. I have to basically wow. rest. I would yeah. have to rest because I've been working, like I said, 16. I've been doing this military for 20 mm -hmm. And yeah. I put a little wear and tear on the body, so yeah. it's time to yeah. rest. Wow. So, Pastor, well, what do you think when you hear? Oof. Wow. I, um, I'm I'm enjoying myself. I know I'm <laughs> on the panel, but I definitely went to listening mode. Because yeah. um, it's just inspiring. It's always inspiring um, when you hear someone um, just walking um, in obedience to God. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's inspiring. I, I don't think we can get enough of these moments and these stories and, and hear from people's lives where you get to hear what it's like to really walk with God and, mm -hmm. 
and how God communicates with us. Um, you know, of course, I'm thinking, man, that, you said so many things that I don't even know if you realize the power behind them. Yeah. Um, probably one that I would just pull out just to make sure mm -hmm. no one misses it, right? Is um, Which I believe is a part of uh, military life that may not be a part, I, mean, I know it's not a part <laughs> of civilian life. Mm -hmm. And um, you kept talking about going up from rank to rank mm -hmm. and, and how there was an expectation mm -hmm. of you of what you would do in that rank. Come on. And how it wasn't so much, right, you know, um, and, and this is the point I'm getting to, people see in, uh, in a, uh, what's the word looking for, having to adopt to mm -hmm. what something is as a losing of them, mm -hmm. you know, and where it's like, oh, no, there actually is an expectation yes. of how you would behave, mm -hmm. how you would perform, mm -hmm. how, you, how long you would commit, right. right? And I'm thinking so much of how, um, so much of what God has called us to do, um, the thought of, and this is one of the, uh, from one of the, the, the series that we were talking about is they think of all their freedom they're losing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they think about, well, it sounds like I'm going to have to give back some of what I want to do right. in, in order to be what you're asking me to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about how routine that is in the military right. that no, you put on this uniform and you've gone to this rank. And we're expecting for you to live up to these expectations of yeah. the uniform and the rank yes, that you have. Mm -hmm. Yet that means you may have to give up some of the things you are free to do with that uniform off. Yes. Wow. But with that uniform on, mm -hmm. it's not profitable. It's, per it's permissible, mm -hmm. but it is it's permissible as a person, but it is not profitable as a person of the military for you to do that with that uniform on. Yeah. And I was thinking today, you talk about posts, mm -hmm. right? Just my post, and I'll drop it in this moment where, you know, <laughs> I was thinking today, right? Jesus freed us from the power of sin, n not from the standard of being his children. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. Like, That's good. he freed us from the power of sin. He freed you from sin. He didn't free you from the standard of being his child yeah. and there is an expectation yes. mm -hmm. and there is in 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 in, in i'll kind of say this there are responsibilities and accountability, accountability. Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking is just how natural that is was working in your world and in the military and how reflective that is as people who are called by God. Mm -hmm. You get called by God. No, there absolutely is mm -hmm. this expectation yep. of what you not going to do no more, mm -hmm. what you will do now mm -hmm. <laughs> and how, oh man, how just powerful it is to yeah. see that, you know, the thing that's keeping us all safe. Yeah is operating by so many of the same principles that we are asked to operate in as yeah. believers. Yeah. That is awesome. Good. That is so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's why I wanted you here. Glad to <laughs> because be here. this is this is what we need to see. You know, so and again as as we speak to our leaders, um that's you know, Pastor summed it up perfectly. There is an expectation. And if we're going to say that, you know, finding our calling, finding our purpose, as some say, is more about not who we are, but who God is. I mean, there is an expectation. It's almost like, you know, you were talking about Peter a couple of weeks ago. You know, how could he not be arrogant? How could he not have over-the-top confidence when he knows what God said to him? 
And so as leaders, we have to walk in that expectation. Our people that God has put us in charge of, that's what's expected of us from them. And when we walk like that, that's when we become leaders, not only that people want to follow, but we become leaders who represent God in the way he wants leaders to represent. So Lieutenant Colonel Clementine Duke, retired. Thank you so much for blessing us here today. But thank and, you for allowing me to be here. It's oh, my pleasure. It's our, it's our pleasure. Yeah, our yeah. absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. Pastor Lamar, thank you, man, as always. Pastor Brian, so glad you were here today. Yes, sir. And we so glad you guys were here. Again, if there's things that, that you want to hear us talk about and things you want to cover, comment, you know, send us a comment, send us a direct message, or email, and just let us know. Because, again, our purpose is just to take the word of God that we're all hearing and just make sure that we talk about applicable ways that we use it, the simple truth of the Word of God, to grow our leadership and just better our everyday walking around lives. So we will see you next week for another episode of the Blueprint Leadership Podcast. You've been listening to the Blueprint Leadership Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast for more in-depth discussion designed to move your leadership forward.